0: so the other day um I was going through moons a-, a lot of my uh pop punk playlists that I made and I was like man I, r- I really enjoyed this when I was doing it it was really fun to just like make something and make a playlist of all your favorite pop punk songs and different types of vibes what's the name of that playlist I have uh, pop punk's finest okay and then I have uh pop punk acoustics okay and then I have uh poppy punk Which is like more old, older pop punk, and um,
1: what what year is considered old pop punk?
0: Um, like anything from 2007 and under. Okay. Um. So, but Matthew, um, not that this is anything against him in any way, doesn't listen to a whole lot of uh, pop punk anymore like he used to. Um, he's he's the reason why I got into like a post hardcore. Um, he's the first one to sh- showed me ADTR and his buddy John was the first person to show me Attila. So like a lot of that music <laughs> that I got into was uh, from him and his friends. And so um, sometimes I get a little sad because I can't enjoy pop punk like I used to with Matthew because he just isn't in the vibe anymore. And um, that's not a problem.
1: What do you mean? What do you? Okay. Like, are you because I predominantly listen to other music means I can't enjoy it?
0: Not necessarily, but like you don't really listen to pop punk anymore unless it's State Champs, which I understand. Cha- state Champs true. is fucking amazing. I've
1: listened to Four Year Strong every single day for the past like three weeks.
0: Yeah, at the gym though.
1: No, in the car I listened to whatever I listen to on the way to the gym, unless it's a podcast. Because I think everybody at the gym would have a hard time if I like started playing my podcast or my audiobook.
0: David, what what was the album Matthew just told us he's been listening to only for like the past two months? Khalid? Yeah, Khalid. Khalid.
1: American teenager. Not Pop
0: Punk not that i'm mad about it i'm just bringing it up because i was concerned that you've been losing your pop punkness
1: you don't get in your moods where yeah it's like you don't what okay time out don't you listen to suicide boys like non-stop um and then you sprinkle in some of your pop punk i am the top one
0: percent of the listeners but
1: congratulations uh, but what i'm saying is that like you do the same thing
0: not necessarily
1: how is that any different
0: i have morning music i have daytime music and i have night music Okay. Daytime music is pretty much pop punk and, you know, post-hardcore. Okay. And then morning music is a lot of, like, Koda the friend and, you know, like, we, chill vibes. We
1: literally listen to the, that's exactly what I do.
0: Yeah. Well, because of me. And no.
1: I, you just told them all I brought you into this world.
0: No, not at all. You know what the best thing is, though, is actually playing a song and having Matthew pause for a second and go, who is that? And I know I got him when he says that. I know I got him. So that's the part where I know I succeeded. You know what I mean? But it's always frustrating because I look for that every time I play him a song I really like. And he doesn't do that. I get pissed off at him. Not that like I show it. But I'm like, picky though. I know I'm, you are. I'm really
1: picky. I, know and I didn't realize how picky I was until you and David started like showing me all the music that you guys like. And I just like, it's good. But I would never like choose to go listen to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shut up. I sneezed all over your water bottle. That's disgusting. That's right, you don't use it. I don't use it anymore. The cap broke. But, you know what song I listen to every single week? David, roll it. I'm drum. I'm drummer. All right, welcome back, everybody. Week
0: 124. Week 124, guys. That's 1 times 100 is 100 plus 20 is 20 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus Mm -hmm. 0 plus 1 is 24. 124.
1: And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. This is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's. Storytelling. Supernatural. And self-improvement. I apologize. I almost missed our cheers. I don't know if anybody actually notices, but every single time we record, I cheers our audience because it means something to me. So I got... I, he
0: he makes it he makes it a thing.
1: I do, I do, and it might not be at all, and nobody's probably ever noticed. Um, but if there's somebody out there that's noticed and appreciates it, let me know. I'd, I'd I would like that.
0: Also, I'm sure you guys are wondering. Hey, Dalton, you seem shorter than usual. Um, yeah, my fat ass broke my chair officially. Um, if you guys have been listening for a while, you guys know that when we first got the chairs, I broke it. Um, and we just it was a little break, little rip, little tear on the Wait. bottom, and I just sunk some deeper and deeper. Um, and now it's officially broken, and so uh, I'm gonna be here for a few weeks. So just get used to it.
1: Welcome to my world, <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> dude. Dalton, what's going on, man? How's your week been? Or last last week's review? This week?
0: The past few weeks. Um, it's been busy. Yeah, yeah, it's been busy. But last week was spring break, so I got to relax for a super long time and um just kind of get myself back together.
1: So what does that look like? I mean, you've got a high-stress job. You're constantly running around, um, having fun, fun adventures. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what is de-stressing? Are you taking a week? I know last year you had your monk week. Yeah. Was that not something that you considered this year, or was that something that uh, you just – you needed it then, you don't need it now? What What, what, did, what was um, the difference between last year's spring break and this year's? Uh, this year –
0: I forgot that I did that on last spring break. I thought it was just a random week. Um, I think last monk week that I had uh, was definitely needed um, but I'm planning something else out for this year. I think I want to um, do a more like um, like get out of town go somewhere be alone for a whole weekend kind of deal and just do my meditations and stuff out there and just kind of just be alone you know. And, um, that's, that's the goal of this year. I still want to keep doing similar things like that, but it's just the process of uh, process of how I'm doing it. I want to change it up. Mm. So it was a lot of like mindful meditation and then Wim Hof and then another mindful meditation and then journaling. But do just you, different.
1: do you have different like meditations that you do, uh, depending on how you're feeling? And the reason I ask is there's a, um, an author and a speaker, his name is Jay Shetty. And he was a monk for a really, really long time until he left the practice. And so he comes out and he sheds a lot of light onto, into uh, how monks think and the practices that he was taught and stuff like that. And so I listened to an interview with him recently and he was talking about how he doesn't have – not daily habits but he doesn't do the same meditations every day what he does is he has these principles and he bases it on how his body's feeling so if he's feeling really low energy and he's just feeling like you know his his body is tired he'll do wim Hof or some type of breathing exercise to oxygenate the body so it takes this idea of meditations and makes it more specific he has visualization practices for uh, his spirit when he feels that his spirit needs a little more attention that day. And then he has, you know, uh, meditation practices for the mind when the mind needs to be worked on. While that may be more structured because I think he learned it in a situation that's incredibly unique. Do you do something like that? Like where it's like you'll know like, OK, this is the type of meditation that I like. I just need it today.
0: Um, Not completely, but I, I, I do change it up a little bit. Um, in the mornings, it's always a mindful meditation, which is, um,
1: yeah. What is, if you don't mind sharing, I not, you don't have to give all the details, but if somebody wanted to take on, you know, Dalton's daily meditations, uh, what would that look like? Like, what is the, the practices that you do to kind of begin this mindful meditation for the day?
0: Um, I do, so it, it's changed up and it's, I've kind of created it more to my own thing. So now, uh, for the first 10 minutes of my meditation, I'm not really focusing on breathing. I'm not focusing on anything. I'm letting my mind think. I'm letting all the thoughts dry out. So I'm just letting it go crazy. And then, after around maybe the eight to 10 minute mark, I start to do um, four breaths in through my stomach, into my stomach, and then four breaths out. And really, really pushing that breath out and just focusing on negativity, focusing on negative thoughts or things that have bothered me throughout the day. I kind of breathe that out for the next eight minutes. And then probably maybe ten for the next ten to twenty minutes. Um, I just do my best to just focus on the breathing and slowly quiet my brain. Um, and then during that time, I'm focusing on bringing my energy through my body and moving it around, trying to circulate everything. And then um, after that ten to twenty minutes, usually usually it's around twenty. It's about a forty minute session. Um, usually at the end of that twenty minutes, I'll do um, about eight to 10 deep breaths out just to really get everything out. And I'll just make sure I get all the air out for that last one. And I'll sit there for about 10 to 15 seconds with no air in my, in my system. Mm. And then I do a really, really deep breath in and then I do a bow Saying thank you to the universe, and then I go on about
1: my day. So when you're you're breathing away the negative thoughts or the negative, you know, energy or whatever, are you visualizing anything as you're exhaling? No, I'm more feeling. Really? See, I'm very big. Like when I'm doing any type of meditation or something, I'll have to like I I'll visualize either the core word of a situation or the way that I'm feeling. Right. If I'm experiencing a very intense emotion of of anger or of um, you know sadness, I'll like put that word in like bubble letters, like in the forefront of my attention. Mm-hmm. And then as I exhale, I see it like getting smaller or smaller or smaller. Or sometimes it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it pops. Yeah. Everything. Everything's kind of a little different, but that visualization of it dissipating is always super helpful for mm-hmm.
0: me. Yeah. I. I- I get the visual visualization part. Um, the thing that I have a problem with usually is um, guided meditations. Mm-hmm. I think guided meditations are great when you're starting, but <clears throat> I don't. I think the biggest part that I found freedom in meditation was letting me do what I feel I need to do to heal my body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and my spirit. And I think the best way to do that is to let yourself figure it out. And I think a lot of guided meditations are good for when you're starting out or when, you ne- when you're having like a rough day. Like for, like, I'll, do, I'll do a guided meditation where it's like um, positive affirmations and do that. I'll do that at night before I sleep. Mm. Um, but in, in the morning, I feel like it's necessary to have your brain be your brain and have your thoughts be your own thoughts. And I think sometimes it can be skewed to think a certain way or meditate a certain way and that people only think they, they can meditate that way. So I don't really use guided meditations as much as most people do, but that's just because I think it takes away from my, my creativity in a sense.
1: Hmm. See, I I'm like the exact opposite. Like I use guided meditations pretty much every single time, but it's and I think it's it's interesting because I think that there's there's freedom within the guidelines of the guided meditation. Like, they're not necessarily telling me what to think, how to feel, when to breathe in, when to breathe out. They're just helping me through, or at least a good guided meditation won't, where it'll be simply like a, a, a guide that's just walking along with you. Mm-hmm. But you have, at least for me, I have the freedom to go and experience that guided walk however I feel I need to. So it's kind of like a mixture of both where I think that having the framework of the guided meditation where somebody's taken the time to lay out the structure, but then I get to experience it in a way that I want to and is going to benefit me. Yeah. Has always been super helpful for me. Cause I've tried to sit and like there's been times like I can do it where I'll sit down, maybe some music or some Tibetan bowls and just be quiet. Um but I never find that they're nearly as effective as the guided ones yeah. for me. you know,
0: I think also like a guided meditation helps you um, visualize better. Yeah. And I think when you take away the visualization and you take away a lot of like the stuff that we're used to, and I think in a way, in my head, um, it can muffle the spirit. Hmm. So instead of you letting your body talk, you're letting somebody else talk and give you thoughts to have that are still good thoughts but maybe it's not exactly what you need to think about right now Hmm. so it's it's more of it's like i call it a muffled spirit
1: Hmm. interesting yeah interesting uh i had something else i wanted to ask but i can't remember
2: but you don't think that it's i mean i feel like it's different means to meditation
0: right absolutely everyone does it differently nope there's no right or wrong you know i we just all have different ways of doing it
2: so what what if it's instead of a muffled spirit it's just like being a guided
0: spirit could be. It just depends on the person's per- how, it just doesn't work for you. Just perception. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I don't ever I used I used to like get annoyed that Matthew did that, but not anymore. I was just I was in a different place then. Um but no, I I think meditation is good for everybody, but you know, not everybody wants to do it, not Everybody wants to take the time and that's what they want to do. Yeah. That's their journey, not mine, so it's up to them. Yeah. But have you meditated a lot this week? No. No? No,
1: not at all. I've been meditating like so, here's the thing, is I'll meditate when I'm like laying down, like I'll do like a, a body scan before I go to sleep, but then I just end up going to sleep. So, I don't really know if I count that as meditation, you know, but I haven't done any Wim Hof, and I definitely like, especially this week, I am low on energy, so yeah. I think like oxygenizing my cells would be very beneficial. Wim
0: Hof is amazing. I'll probably do that tomorrow. I haven't done Wim Hof in a minute either.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Would you ever meditate on a plane? Um... There's like a form of breathing that I usually do during the day. Um, it's always um, four seconds in, four seconds out with a two second hold on on each end. And um, that kind of I use that to kind of keep me level headed through the day because I have a lot of things that rise and lower my energy. So my priority is always myself. So I think breathing is a big tact tactic. and I think you can do like it's the same thing I do in my breathing meditation, so it has that same comfort. Um, but it also feel like it keeps me level minded and, and mindful of what I'm gonna say or what I'm gonna do.
1: So I, I'm gonna kind of change, not change topics, but I th- had a thought earlier that I wanted to let's to, hear it to ask. Um. So you've heard people saying you've probably said it. And I know Dad has said it. Where it's like I just I can't meditate because I can't turn my brain off. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that the point of meditation? And it, it's funny to me because meditation and the idea of it is about allowing things to flow so if we're allowing things to flow why like and i know i understand that the concept is and i always think of the simpsons episode where bart begins to meditate and he thinks about if a tree falls in the wood is anybody around to hear it right and it's one of those those questions that's used to like you know Silence your mind, and then he makes his like dumb face as he goes into his meditative state where he has no thoughts, right? Because that's ultimately the goal of meditation, and it is achievable for a lot of people, it just takes a lot of time. But in the very beginning, uh, when you sit down to meditate and your mind is just racing, that's meditation, mm-hmm. it's just not the end goal, right? Quote unquote, the end goal, and so it's funny You're learning to how to organize. When people are saying, like, oh, well, I can't meditate because it's like, you know, my my, my brain just never turns off. And it's like, good. Like, that that's the point, isn't yeah. it? So did you ever go through a phase like that where you were like, oh, like, I don't think I'm meditating right because I'm just thinking way too much? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was probably like six months of yeah. meditating. But I think I liked how it made me feel better in during the day and I felt like I was actually, like, perceiving things differently. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, I just explained a like a, a 40, 50 to an hour minute meditation to you guys. And that's not how everyone should start. Yeah, um, it starts doing five to 10 minutes of just breathing and l- figuring yourself out. It's not going to be fun for a little while because you're going to be like, oh, my God, like I'm not slowing down. But the more you get used to sitting down for that long and, you know, staying at peace, the longer you can go for. And that's the, the achievement isn't made. In a day, you know it yeah. takes years, and so when you get to a point where you expand it a little more and a little more. And I've only just recently started doing like hour long meditations, like maybe three or four months ago. I took that step, but you know it's it's a process. It's just like training. You yeah. got to start small and work your way up.
2: So, what's the process? Do you think when people for people that use the beginning of their meditation of just like thinking of a million things, you know, when they're saying they can't turn their brain off, you know, that's not the end goal, but like, what do you do?
1: I I think, I think for me, and this is just what I do if, if I'm doing and like, I'm trying to find like a guided meditation that I want to follow. I think what I do is I'll sit and let my thoughts race. And what I've found for myself is a lot of times it does two things. One, it helps me pull myself out of the thoughts and into an observer role where i imagine it being like my thoughts are like a fish tank and there's a stream of water but the water is just like these thoughts right and for whatever reason i visualize a lot of words um and what i do is i look for the overarching theme of those thoughts because that's going to kind of tell me about where my head is at right so if the thoughts are a lot of you know um Like I'm not good enough, I haven't made a sale, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. Then there's this overarching theme of unworthiness, right? So then I'll be like, okay, so now I have like a concept that I can really begin to sit with. And so then I can either do one of two things. Either A, and this is kind of what I've been doing more recently, which has been interesting, is I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, unworthiness, why? Why do I, and I'll ask myself, why do I feel like I'm unworthy? And then I'll just sit. Right. Or I'll find a guided meditation to help find the answers to that or whatever it is. Right. Or I'll do the opposite where it's like if I'm feeling unworthy, I'll go find a a guided meditation to help help feel empowered and worthy. Right. It kind of depends on necessarily how I'm feeling. Um, More recently, it's been more of like, let's get to the root cause of this and try and figure out what the fuck is going on. Um, But I that's why it's kind of like, you know, I remember when I first started. I would get upset when my mind was racing with thoughts because I thought that that was the problem, right? And I wasn't necessarily wrong, but as I've gotten a little older and, and wiser, mm-hmm. uh, I've been like, oh, no, no, no. That may be the problem, but in the problem lies the solution. I just need to sit long enough in the shit to begin to understand what it is that I need to focus on. Yeah. you know, Patience. It's a pain in the ass too. It but. is a
0: pain in the ass sometimes.
1: But yeah. it's worth it. I think. I think
0: it helps out everybody, mm. you know.
2: So I asked earlier. I don't think you heard me correctly. I said, "Would you meditate on a plane?"
0: Um, I I answered that in a different way. I said, "You, like, you gotta talk about your breathing." The breathing, the breathing is, is, the is, the is the meditation. So okay. it's keeping you in a constant state of mindfulness.
2: Would, you know? now, would that meditation include jerking off in your seat?
0: No, I wouldn't jerk off in my seat. No, I'm, if I'm thinking mindfully, I don't think I would be doing that.
1: I just wouldn't do that in public. I'd meditate in public, but I wouldn't jack off in public. What yeah,
0: I wouldn't jack off in public. No. I think.
2: Then you're better than this man who's what now happened? banned from Southwest Airlines for masturbating four times on a two-hour flight. Four times. Dang.
1: What stamina? Where was he coming from?
2: Stamina from Seattle to Phoenix.
1: Four separate times. Like, like four
2: separate times.
0: Jesus Christ. It was, he was he was sitting next to somebody. Probably had like a jacket on or something. He was
2: sitting next to a woman. I think I saw a That's video so of this. Creepy. Was there a video? I don't know if there was a
1: video. There's
0: there's a video. of Somebody jerking off on an airplane, and there like the girl was yelling. So I, it could be that. But what's was, wrong with
1: people, man? I don't understand that. Like, like was he coming from like seeing somebody and he just wasn't able to get any? Like I don't understand.
2: No, he just sat next. To, he says he thought the whole thing was kind of kinky. And that <laughs> could be geeky, I guess, <laughs> or
1: just wrong. <laughs> but everybody involved needs to be approving of of the set situation. Yeah, yeah. There there was there wasn't a whole. He did no communication can. with the rest of the passengers on the plane. <laughs>
0: yeah, he should have given permission slips.
2: <laughs> Do you need it from everyone or just your main audience?
0: I think you need it
1: for everybody in that situation. Everyone.
2: Also, then is it like if there's a blanket on top versus just out and about? Does that make a difference to you guys? No. No. Not really. No.
1: And uh, were there kids on the plane? Because I feel like he could be a registered sex offender now.
2: Um, it, That doesn't say. No? It just says that he uh, used both hands.
1: Okay.
0: Both hander. Huh? Yeah. Nice. on wow, the rip and twist. I like it.
2: Also suspected he reached <laughs> orgasm at least once. Is that how you do it on a plane?
0: Rip and twist? Yeah. I mean, if he's doing it on a plane in the first place... I think he's doing a lot of things differently than yeah, us. Very true. So he could be very aggressive sexually. Yeah. and masturbating
1: like he that. Clearly has no care for himself. No, or, or maybe for he cares others. Himself too much.
0: Yeah, he's like when he probably when he's stressed out, that's his only stress reliever. Yeah.
1: Does it make a
2: difference uh, being in your seat versus going to the bathroom?
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, because it, it's a secluded, private area.
0: But I'm guessing this guy didn't go to the restroom. No. no, The decency level is completely gone. At this point, he's just jerking just to jerk it.
2: He did ask the woman. He he, said, yeah, he said, do you mind if I do it? And she just said, it really doesn't matter. Really? She she like, she says, she simply put her hands in the air and said, it really doesn't matter. Was his
0: dick already out? Probably. He was probably like, just like, like letting it like lay out a little bit, get some fresh air, and then was like, You know, I'm here.
1: The naked man. What what is it in? uh, In I met your mother. I met your mother. I mean, I I mean I don't know that that whole thing's weird.
0: Even the fantasy with flashing people confuses me.
1: Yeah. Why? I think like what is what
0: is the like what is the why appeal appeal of it? Yeah. Like you run up to somebody, open it up, they scream. You close it and you run away. I imagine giggling running away, but that's just me. I think uh, it. I think it's just like for the shock factor. Like you think that shock is that like. It gets them going. Gets them going. Probably. Because like do you think they when they do that, they run back home and they jerk off or do they go keep doing it until they have enough like arousement and then go back home?
1: Would you guys ever go streaking? I think, I mean,
2: I think it's yeah. the thrill of it. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Like you're breaking the rules, essentially, and as long as you run away fast enough, you're not gonna get caught. When you expose yourself or something, That's yeah. Weird. But now
0: there's just so many cameras everywhere,
1: man. Yeah, there's no. And way. I think
2: it's also a power move, a power move I, to who? Because you're only cause you're going most of the time, like if it's guys, they're ju- they're not gonna expose themselves to another
1: dude. But like, I just don't understand. Like, what do you expect the outcome to be like for like a woman to be like, oh? yeah or a guy to be like oh yeah and then like you you both just go have sex somewhere like i'm sure that's happened but i i just want to know how high I, the hit ratio is i would for just people go to do that yeah i would just go all right like it's like the scammers that cool. call like like they call every single day and i'm like who the fuck is this working on where you this is a viable like use of your time it worked on you bro when when you went into that beating Wait, what?
0: You went into a meeting? Oh, I
1: did. Yep, yep. I got suckered into a meeting for like 15, 20 minutes.
0: Matthew was scanned by a scammer.
1: Almost. Almost. I, I caught on, though, towards the end, and I was like, how did – I was like, I don't remember talking to you. When do we schedule time? Uh, 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 uh. And I'm like, don't do this to anybody else in my company. Click. And then, uh, yeah. Assholes. 20 minutes of my life, I'll never get back too much. I think the other reason
2: is just they get excited. It arouses them.
0: It has to that has to be the main reason. Mm-hmm. It's like just the uh, the adrenaline rush. but it. so
2: what's the difference between that and streaking?
0: <clears throat> uh, to me, it's for an event. it's like it's like not many people do I, it.
1: I, I don't know I don't think there's a difference. It's a bragging rights.
2: Well, streaking is like I feel like it's connotationally for the public.
1: Like, like flashing, flashing is a, targeted, yeah, is a targeted, targeted an And this is like, you're all going to see my And streaking is a performative piece. <laughs> I, would, performative I, wouldn't do it, I wouldn't
0: do it in the United States though. Why? Because I don't want to deal with like the the problems with it. I think if it was another place, I would probably do it because it'd be like, I'm only here once probably. I'm not going to come back. Fuck it. You're going to go to
2: Hawaii and streak and be like, well, no, that's I still wasn't thinking in I the U.S. I'm gonna- <laughs> He's like, fuck, I'm on an
0: island. <laughs> <laughs> I can't escape. No, I think I would do it somewhere else,
1: but probably a thing. I don't think I would ever do it.
0: You
2: no. don't think you'd ever streak? Nah. Not even as part of a group?
1: No, although I will say when I graduated, I did hear a rumor that there was going to be a streaker at my graduation party. At your party? My graduation party, yeah. At the bowling alley. No, 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 no. The bowling alley. No, at my college graduation Oh, college party. graduation. At my house. Who yeah. We going to streak Where at your just, house. It was, was going to be me.
0: Oh, you were going to streak was, was at your streak. own party. I was
1: telling everybody, there's going to be a streaker I heard.
0: I wouldn't have remembered it anyways. No,
1: you wouldn't have. I didn't, though. I was having too much fun. <laughs> and Taking my clothes off. <laughs> Thank God. We already, we already <laughs> had one
0: guy pass out. We don't need to have uh, Matthew streaking after that.
1: Speaking of passing out, anybody that uses Twitter and likes Tesla... Pretty much passed out this weekend. Mitchell. Uh, what happened? What happened? Dude, Elon Musk decided to just buy Twitter.
2: Uh, he has a 9% stock. He's got the most stock of any singular Which is a person. shit ton. He's spent really? a shit ton of money. I mean, relatively. Do you think I there's I know, any benefits know, with a shit like. Ton of money. He spent 300. He bought $300 million worth of shares.
3: What do you think but he puts he, as his title? But he has.
2: Twitter? He is worth like $200 billion?
1: No, yeah. Google, Google it. What is Elon Musk we will keep talking. Two hundred billion. I don't think so. I think that's way too high. Two hundred billion. Yeah, that's
0: a lot of money. He is a billionaire, though, isn't he? Two hundred and
2: sixty-three, two hundred and sixty-seven point three billion dollars. Really? Holy yes. shit!
1: I stand corrected. All right. He's I mean, I still, shit, I still think it's a shit ton of money. So he could, like, realistically, buy Twitter if he wanted to. Probably. Hmm. I don't think he's allowed
2: to. So, so what? And he's put. Mm, he spent two billion dollars into it Mm. so roughly one percent of his net worth
0: one percent
2: yeah
1: so so did he do that why did he buy twitter just because is there a story behind it that i don't know about
2: yeah he's he's on the board now he's trying to help reshape like what
1: twitter is Hmm. basically he was like i don't like what you're doing but i did he do that instead of starting a rival social media app I don't because I so my Twitter feed was Elon Musk about to start rival Twitter app. And then the next tweet was Elon Musk buys a large share into Twitter. I'm like, what is this man doing? Is he I don't if he can't if he buys shares into Twitter. I don't think he can start his own app.
2: I think the idea there was he was like putting up a lot of polls asking like what Twitter could do better. You know what it needs to, what needs to be fixed and stuff. Yeah. So I think someone just made an, an assumption. Nah, They're like, see. ah, he must be doing this to learn what to do with his app. Mm. Instead Uh, of just taking over the old app,
1: yeah, that's uh, stuff like that just fascinates me. Just massive purchases. I'm
0: I'm, like always surprised though, because there's like those apps that come in, they come in hot. Everyone loves them, and they drop.
1: Remember uh, Yik Yak?
2: Yik Yak came back. Oh, did it? It's it's just you don't hear about it because it's only on colleges.
1: Ah, that's true.
2: I mean, you could do it for here, but like, who's posting on yik yak here
1: yeah very true i just i remember i had that for like two months and that was cool for like a week and a half and then I was what was it. yik yak what was the point of that what was it
2: it was like twitter but it was anonymous and it was only within a certain uh radius yeah oh interesting so it was like three to five miles of one location and you would see everyone that posted on there but it was all anonymous
0: oh that's cool I wonder how I wonder if that would be interesting, like at a party or something.
2: So people it was like a gossip thing. It was like Gossip Girl because people would just post whatever, like what stuff they saw, stuff they did, you know, what's going on where.
0: Um, That was a great show, by the way. Gossip Girl is a great show.
2: That's basically what Bridgerton is.
1: I don't know what that is. I, Modik and I wanted to watch that. uh, Put on the second, the second season. Second, just skip the whole first season. Oh, I
2: mean, I did because Rachel was like, you want to watch the second season? You really don't need to know anything. No? Uh, Yeah.
1: All right, we'll do that then. Well,
0: you're still watching, um, uh, Ozark in Paris? Not Ozark.
1: And Emily in Paris. No, not that one. Um, Bad Vegan?
0: No. No one's watching that one. <laughs> Why
1: not? I put on a documentary and then I fell asleep. And Monique Dalton thought I was up the whole time. <laughs> so we had to had to
0: watch this. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy, but not my interest, you know. And it was just, I mean, the the ending definitely had like a cliffhanger. Yeah, which kind of made me want to watch the second episode. But me and Mo were just pissed that you were asleep, so we just changed it <laughs> to a movie. Like, and then I Matt, woke man. up and I
1: was like, "What happened? I'm like, shut up, man!" You <laughs> fell asleep right in between it, man. Well,
0: it
2: that speaks to the the question of if if Dar star if there are one
0: too many streaming services now yeah there's so many dude it's exhausting to be
2: able to know what to choose
0: and i think it's the, the most annoying like the the most frustrating part of football season this year yep. was there were certain games that weren't on nfl network that weren't on fox or anything on like normal tv channels it was on an app so you would have to find out what app this was. And this is always last minute because we never really checked. We just assumed because we've been, it's been going on for so long that it was going to be on some sort of channel or it was going to be on NFL network. Yeah. And the thing is we pay for NFL network to have all the games on there. So, or NFL Sunday ticket to have the games on Sunday. And so now we're stuck with the game on a Thursday night and they're like, Oh, it's on sling. What the fuck is sling? Yep. So then you gotta pay. For, you gotta do a, a, the trial for Sling, Sling, and then Paramount. F- find Plus. the game, figure out how the whole system works. Like it's just a fucking it was, bitch, it was dude. a giant mess. Like I think NFL fucked up doing that because they probably lost so many viewers for those games. And it was, I mean, like honestly, like the Niners were pretty. Fu- they had a great season. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were, they were probably highly watched because they were doing so well. You know, it's a roller coaster. Yeah, man. So uh, it just it was frustrating. I think that that's where they fuck up is like. I got to go to this certain thing. I have to do HBO max to watch this one. It one season of a show. And like, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to be spending money like that. Like I have crunchy roll and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all I need. But I, I, I would love to have like all of them just so I could watch whatever I want. But it's like not realistic. Yeah. Like how am I supposed to afford all that? But there
2: are 817,000 unique program titles across all of TV. I think you just gotta Titles. pick one. I think you just yeah. gotta pick
1: one because there's there's gotta be something for in everyone in every single platform. There's gotta be something for everybody. And
0: Hulu's just gotten expensive too. Hulu's gotten pretty pricey because they have like all the sports networks on there now. Oh yeah, like if you TV. do add-ons, yeah, and it's like when you put when you want all that stuff and no ads, it's like what the fuck am I doing? I know. And then Ernesto
2: you- sent me a, a movie to watch and he was like, "I want your opinion." And I was like, how do I watch it? He was like, it's on Hulu. And then I went, and you needed stars on it as well to watch it. So I was like, I don't have
0: stars, man. He was like, loser. <laughs> and that was it. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Matthew. What's up, big guy? I have great news. Uh-oh. I have been waiting for this for about a few years now. Okay. The full Lego Star Wars series has come out. Dun, dun, dun. Updated, upgraded, and ready to go. Yep. Um, I'll be buying it on Friday. Yep. Um and I'll be spending my Friday night most likely playing that game. Yep. And it's going to be fantastic. Yep. Me and Matthew are going to go to town. Yep. Um I you know what it is though it's like there was one day where I where I was like I want to play the whole Lego Star Wars day today. And it was like a random Saturday. It was just me and I think mom was home. And I went to she took me to GameStop. I went picked up Lego Star Wars cuz I, I sold it a while back. So I went, picked up another another game, and came back home. I played all six episodes Damn. in one day. Damn! And just lived my best life in my room in the dark, just gaming it away. And by the time I was done, it was like eleven o'clock at night. Dang! And I just and the whole time, like mom came and brought me snacks and food. It was fucking dope. And I was like, this is the best day ever. So I, I like, I I can't do that obviously now, but I could still like enjoy it and yeah. have
1: a portion of my day to it. So, so this has every single Lego Star Wars,
0: um, yeah, but it's all like in the newer Lego Lego style. So they all talk. They all talk. Ugh. I know, I know. Sometimes it was better just it being dorky, but yep, you know, we'll see how it works out. There's a lot of new features and stuff you can do with it, and a lot can more you characters. Play, can you play online? Um, I don't think so.
1: I was gonna say that'd be cool if we could play with like Caleb or if David got it.
0: It, it might be possible. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't researched all that. So, that's pretty exciting. You, are you excited for it? I'm excited for it, yeah. but
2: I thought it had gotten delayed. And now I'm thinking that they put the delay announcement out last Friday.
1: Oh, was it April Fool's? Which was April ah. Fool's. Because then it, it came out so fast. I that was makes, like, sense. that heck, makes sense. I was like, That makes sense. So I had to brace myself for two things on April Fool's Day. One was the inevitable April Fool's joke that you and Rachel play every year. Uh-huh. Mainly Rachel. But, Did and you guys do one this year? No, they didn't. <gasps> Yeah, we did. You did. It, the joke was that you didn't do anything. The joke was that we didn't. You guys do anything. are so. That's the worst funny. fucking joke in
0: the world. Anyways, I hate it uh, so much. <laughs> Get married again.
1: <laughs> so then, uh, but then the second one was every year around on April Fools. It's very close to the trade deadline that had passed or free agency. So it's just mass chaos on social media because it's like your best players are being traded. So I wake up. And I look at my phone and there's a trade of from George of George Kittle going to the Jaguars. Yep. <laughs> and I saw it and I like did a double take and I was like, oh no, it's April Fool's. Like that 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 was a couple years old. So I, I, you know, get get ready. And then I had a convention that day, so I drove to my where I was going. I get out and I look and it says that we had signed uh the honey badger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's a good pickup. Like, I wasn't upset. I was like, that's weird. I feel like he's going to be very expensive and we don't have that much cap space. I just thought it was out of the blue. But then I was like, no, he's going to be way too expensive. We don't have enough cap space for that. So I was able to logically deduce that it was an April Fool's joke. Um, and then I just didn't believe anything anybody told me all day. So
0: Just know your cap space, people. That's what we're trying to say. Crunch the numbers like just Matthew the numbers. does. Matthew, be crunching numbers all day. You got to know. You know what Matthew told me he wanted me to tattoo on my body? What? He wanted me to tattoo his foot on yeah! my body. Yeah. So Dalton, like like, like an Andy, no, no, like, like on no, your like, foot, like, right, like, Matt?
1: No no, 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 Toy Story. No, 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 like literally my feet. Like I want like an a, exact replica of my feet on Dalton's chest.
2: On his chest with my hair and everything. That's the
1: stupidest thing with in the world. With your hair? Yeah, my Hobbit feet.
2: Whoa, 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 wait, wait! Is this like your footprint? As if you're standing no, on him? No, I want
1: my like literally a picture of my feet. I want them to be tattooed on Dalton's chest. Why? Like you know how like kids like uh, parents will get like tattoos of like their kids' feet on their chest? cuz like, I, no, I just, get. I just get got tattoos
2: done, of their kids' footprint. No, no, I, not their disembodied foot. Disembodied, I just, you know, I, I disembodied. just
0: explained to him that when I have kids, I want to get tattoos of their tiny little feet <laughs> on my chest. Like their footprint. Their footprint. Yes. Right. Like okay, that's a normal well, thing to say. And here. Matthew stops and he goes. Why don't you get a tattoo of my foot on your chest? And I went, that's the stupidest you I ever heard. And then you committed to it. Yeah, that's what I want.
2: There you go. You could get like Maggie's paw print
0: on your on your back, on the back of your
1: shoulder.
2: Absolutely not. And then you never have to look at it. Nope. But
1: you know Maggie's with you forever. She will always be in my heart and in my head. Wow, you want to get Maggie tattooed on you? No. That's but temporary. I want you to get my feet tattooed on your chest. I'm
0: not doing that. I told you. You're just, you're just not going to have a tattoo. Hmm. Everyone else will, though. It'll happen. What does that mean? uh i'm doing one for my mom my dad and mo I'm just not Matt. i told
1: Unless, you what i want i want my feet i know what i'm getting
0: for matt i know what i'm getting for mo mom and dad what are you getting for me i'm not getting anything for you you haven't given me anything good
1: i just told you tap my feet on your chest nope nope anyways mom. uh this is off topic but i saw it. i love it it
2: goes back months and months did you guys watch the couch guy tiktok
1: uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. The one
2: of the the girl who like flew in and surprised her boyfriend, and he was sitting on the couch like, yeah. with, with the girls, and, and then he, the, was brought, he, he, the he TikTok, brought his arm back or something. Yeah, TikTok went wild for it.
0: Yes, I remember this. I no, saw this. Uh-uh. I saw so many like uh, an- so many analyzing videos on it. <laughs>
2: Let me see if I can find the original. <laughs> they like, TikTok. watch how he moves his arm right now. And he
0: like does so, a quick. Let's just get Matt's. Thing. Let's
2: get Matt's like, OG reaction to it. Are You
1: gonna send it to me? Yeah. Hey, control C.
2: And so it's a it's a girl who's surprising her boyfriend. He's at college, and she flew in to see him.
1: Control V.
0: Okay, what are we analyzing? So if you watch the guy, so he did, has her phone, and he's holding her. He has, no,
2: the he, big argument was that was he happy to see her or not?
0: But look, he, he hands the phone off to her, and he has another phone in his hand. Uh, and the girl doesn't even look like she's happy to see her.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't know.
2: I don't think Matt's the right audience for this. No, Definitely I, not. I, I literally could care less.
1: <laughs> I like, I, I, I want to be mad that I, you made me watch that.
2: It may, well, it speaks to a bigger topic on like the power of the internet and stuff. Cause then like the, the couple that was in it was like getting super pissed off at everyone. They're like, no, he's not. He's not
1: cheating on me. It's all you're gaslighting her. So, people, blah, 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 so blah. people think that he's cheating
2: on her with the girl next to him with some one of the girls on the couch. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, I mean, that's probably I'm sure one of the girls on the couch probably has a crush on him and then his girlfriend shows up and they're not happy. Like, that's probably true. But to dive into his reaction, like. Well, it's it's the entire video. Like it's it's like a it's like a frame it's by frame. So Everyone
0: it's so off.
2: Everyone's like, look at the girls, look at the friends. You know, look at the way he's his body language. It's all this. Everyone's going deep on. Yeah, I mean, there's there's probably some truth to it. Like it's crazy. I don't know. But just the power of the, of the inner, everyone on the internet just coming together to be like, yeah, everyone, everybody was
0: analyzing it. Everybody was talking about it. There were like psychologists that would make videos on it about like body language and stuff. And people would zoom in on certain parts of the video to show like when they passed the phone or why he had two phones at one point.
2: And just like, if that's okay to be basically dissecting something like that, even though they did post it on social media.
1: I mean, you're going to get that with everything. And I think too, like, People are going to find whatever it is they look for. Like you can look at – like for instance, yesterday I was trying to spell the word yes, Y-E-S, and I had to put it in the spreadsheet, right? So I was filling it in, but at some point I had done it so many times that I was staring at yes, wondering if it was actually spelt right. I'm like, is that how you spell yes? And it just looked so wrong. And it was it was spelled Y-E-S, like it was correct, but like if you look for something wrong, you're going to find it. Do you, you ever know? misspelled no? No. I always misspelled to no On? to hope. Oh? I always write ho. That like makes like sense.
0: with your actual handwriting? Uh no. Like T- when you're texting. Typing. Really? That's weird. Yeah. yeah. I always write ho and I, I send it right away and I'm like, oh, they'll figure it out. Hmm. Yeah. There's no time. There's I don't like, I don't need to change it. No. Yeah. If they get offended by it, then don't be my friend. I'll call you ho anytime I want.
2: But did you guys do you guys do April Fool's jokes? Is that like a, a tradition no. in your guys' house? We've
0: never really done it. No, we never. That honestly, like that and St. Patrick's Day, those
1: are the two things that like I'll, I'll. If it's fun if somebody plays a joke on me, like and it's funny, then like you know that's fine. But I would never go out of my way to do an April Fool's joke.
0: Yeah, like people can people can fool me every time April Fool's because I don't, I don't think about it as a as a day as to a holiday. prank. It, yeah. It's just another day, you know. Yeah. But I wish I wish I could make a thing out of it. I wish I could get excited for it. But I just I don't feel the need to try to like prank people all the time i don't know i feel like i wouldn't be good at it i don't know how to fake it because i'll laugh the whole time i'm doing something
2: well, i don't know if it's something you have to do i don't know if it's something you have to do well i'm thinking on the scale that you do you it could you could like yeah that first that first year was like rough uh but no it's like how the one of the good ones i saw this year was someone brought in uh dunkin do or yeah, yeah i was in the, dunkin had, donuts yeah. into the office for their coworkers. And they're like free donuts, and then you open it up, and it's like a. It's Sign
1: like this is April Fools. <laughs> it's that's April bugged. Fools, or and it's a bunch of
2: vegetables. vegetables. Yeah, that's fucked. It was a vegetable tray. <laughs> so it's like those are good April Fools yeah. jokes that
0: don't. But also, where's the donuts? You know what I mean? Like that. That I wouldn't find that funny. Yeah, I would look you, open it, and be that's like, kind of the point. day. that's the fool's
2: inherent plan. point of the day is that you're the fool.
0: Yeah, that would just piss me off. Yeah,
2: it's hard to find like harmless pranks. Simply from the nature of pranks, there's yeah. like
0: I get those stupid prank videos on my FYP of people just farting in public, or like just obnoxiously farting, and I'm like, who finds this shit funny? Yeah, like I really cannot stand it.
1: Or the, or the people that will run around with like a PVC pipe and they'll like yell in somebody's ear, and then they'll like get upset when the person turns around and like tackles them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what you, the fuck do you expect to happen? <laughs> like I don't understand. But.
0: I think the grocery store ones where they put like the buckets on somebody else's head, yeah, and like, they put them
2: on their own head.
0: Yeah, it's like, it, like I know you want content, bro, but like don't disturb other people's days just because you want to make something out of yourself. Yeah, that's what bothers me. That you know, shit's dumb.
1: Yep, 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 yep.
0: Did you ever pull any pranks on me? I'm sure you did when we were kids.
1: Just the truck, the the trunk of your car.
0: That was yeah. That was definitely a more
1: like that's a solid prank. That's a solid one yeah
0: what i would always do i think as like a thing to just entertain myself is i would ask matthew a question and he would answer it and i just stare at him and i would walk away and it would just be a build-up of matthew being like why'd you ask me that why'd you ask me that dalton hey 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 are you ignoring me dalton <laughs> and i would just ignore him for the whole day one question in the morning and leave yep drive me crazy and it would drive him crazy and he would text me and, and then I get back home, and then at the end of the day he'd be like, "Dalton, what, Why would you? Why would you ask me that?" I'd be like, "It was just and something then, to do."
1: You know that that meme of uh, the guy from "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" with the conspiracy theory, with all the he- like the lines. <laughs> that'd be me with all the conclusions I've drawn yeah. about why he would ask <laughs> yeah. me that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Matthew would come to some crazy, crazy ass things to say. Yeah. Like, where the fuck did you get that from, dude? I just asked how your morning was and walked away.
2: Matt, what's, what's up, big guy? It is your birthday tomorrow. It is. It is your birthday yesterday. It's your birthday yesterday.
1: It's my birthday yesterday. Twenty-eight. Oh man. Twenty-eight big ones.
0: Okay, so now you have twenty-eight years of life experience. Twenty-eight years, and you have, you know, you've been in your twenties for about eight years now, approximately. Approximately. What What is the the feelings that you get from it? Are you like for me, twenty-five? I feel like my body's changed a lot. I feel like I, I don't feel older, I feel great actually. I feel like I'm just in in really good shape, really probably best shape of my life. And like for you, what does 28 feel like?
2: And I feel like 28 doesn't matter. You're basically 30 now. So these years are
0: just kind of Yeah, David said after 26 it all just blends in.
1: Um well, I I feel like we got to start with a recap of 27 to like explain why I feel the way I do at 28 cuz like I was injured when i turned 27 like i was on crutches i couldn't walk
0: r.i.p Metzney.
1: uh so i think because of that my attention has just changed a lot where it's you know i still have lofty goals when it comes to like my strength training and um you know the things i want to compete in but i think i'm just more focused on being able to move and move consistently Right. And like we were talking earlier, like my question about, you know, the the meditations and, you know, what if you're able to understand your body to know what it needs. And I think that's been the biggest development of this past year is I'm at a point where I can tell when I don't have enough vitamin D, like I, I don't have enough sunlight. I can I can feel I know what that feels like in my body and I can tell when it's like, am I upset or have I just not been able to go work out for the day? you know, like yesterday, yesterday was a rough day. And I was like, I just need to come in work out. So I walked in the gym, I didn't really say I said hi, but I didn't really talk to anybody. And I started working out, you know, I felt so much better afterwards. And it's like, I feel like I've just become more in tune with the needs of my body and my spirit within this past year. Um, So I think that speaks to maturity that's come at 28. Um, But as far as like, you know, I don't feel that much different than honestly when i was 24 my bones just hurt a little more now you know but i think that has i mean my body i put my body through hell for a number of years so it's just kind of like it's just going to add up at some point
0: do you feel like because i i think at some point there's a there's a jump from your healing process being two days one to two days for like someone maybe my age or younger to it being you know a week or five days of, of feeling the same pain and having it slowly go down every day.
1: uh, Yeah. So my healing process has definitely taken a lot longer than I think it would have in the past. But strangely, my hangovers recently have been significantly less. Really? Like, less painful.
0: Now, I don't know a if, I just, from the if I, I just have
1: a system that now works, you know? or What is the system? Uh,
0: Let the people know, man.
1: I, I, I Honestly, it's this. I wake up and I have this moment where I'm like, do I need to throw up or do I need to, you know, just go to the bathroom so i go to the bathroom and normally once i'm in there i like this determine if i need to throw up or not so once i get that out of the system then it's just a matter of uh taking some tylenol laying on the couch watching new girl at some point i'll fall asleep for about 30 minutes and then when i wake up i'll normally be okay and it's just like that process of being on a specific spot on my couch, watching new girl after taking Tylenol, falling asleep and waking up. Normally from that point on, I drink a bang, got enough caffeine in my, my system for the day to and function. I'm, I'm good, Yeah, you know, and I can go and manage as opposed to a couple years ago. Like it was, I, if I woke up with a hangover, I would had to cancel everything all day cause I just couldn't like, they were bad. They were super bad. Yeah. Matthew had,
0: <laughs> Matthew, I don't think I've ever seen anybody with a more fucked up hangovers than him. Um, I always I always love talking about the time of his alcohol poisoning. Oh god. Because he decided to drink a whole bottle bottle of bourbon with his buddy on a Wednesday night. Yep. Um
1: why? Don't know. I just turned twenty one.
0: In the backyard. I just remember Mo coming in and us walking to the backyard and Matthew was on the second step or second level of the backyard and he was he couldn't get down and then he was throwing up in the behind the shed and then <laughs> acting like he didn't throw up behind the shed and then try to go kiss Monique. And it was just oh like, bro, that's so fucking <laughs> <laughs> And then you threw up in that in that uh the chum bucket. The chum bucket. I, get, I got him a bucket. It yeah. was twenty first birthday. You were twenty one. Uh huh. That's crazy. Yeah, I'd been twenty one for a couple of days. Yeah, that was funny as shit. So twenty
2: eight year old Matt would tell eighteen year old Matt the same thing that twenty four year old Matt would tell eighteen year old Matt. That's something you said earlier. You're like, I feel the same as when I was twenty four, just Physi- weaker bones. Physically. Okay.
1: Physically. Uh It's
2: been 10 years. What do you tell 18-year-old Matt who just uh, turned legal?
1: Just turned legal. Um, What would I tell my 18-year-old self? That it's not that serious. And I mean that for whatever thing you are worked up about in the moment. Like, the things that I cared about and were really upset about and would get, like, just worked up over, like... It, it those things that i cared about then like re- honestly don't matter like they they don't matter now like at all i can't even remember what they were you know um but i think the biggest breakthrough has just been like choosing myself um and choosing things that serve me and cutting out things that don't um that's hard it's very it's been a very long long process for me it, it's yeah. hard to do that cuz you know i think innately i'm just a people pleaser uh, but at the same time, like I am so hell bent on keeping these promises to other people, but like I'll break a promise to myself and not even think twice about it, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, what, like what lack of respect do I have for myself? Like, what does that mean about the way that I view myself? Right. And like, I'd been like that for a long, long, long time. And it was honestly isn't until probably about halfway through last year that I kind of had this like realization. Um, And I think it would be that it would be like, you know, life like go have fun it's okay to relax it's okay to take time for yourself and do things that you know you need to do even if it doesn't make sense to anybody else you know and if uh if somebody has a problem with you they'll come and talk to you and like you don't have to sit there and ponder and worry about and try and solve the situations in your head that are honestly just made up because 95 98 of the time the situations that you work yourself up about in your head don't even come to fruition, mm-hmm. And then you've just wasted an ungodly amount of mental energy and an ungodly amount of uh, time being concerned about things that will never happen, you know. Yeah. And uh, learning how to set boundaries, I think, has been a big lesson the last handful of years, you know, because uh, I didn't have any with anybody when I was 18, 19, all the way up till probably 25, 26, you know. Um, so I think those have kind of been the biggest lessons if I had to go and teach 18-year-old Matt something. I think that would be it. Do you think 18 year old Matt would listen? Fuck no. <laughs>
0: that's always the question, huh? Nah, I don't
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think it would resonate because I think deep down on a molecular level, I think we know that about ourselves. I think we understand our flaws. Probably it's the truth well. we want to ignore. Kind but of thing. I I think it's just easier to not not see it. Yeah. You know? Or just see it and be like, Yeah, but that's just me and I am the way I am you know, mm-hmm. and having that fixed mindset. Uh, I like to think that if there's a part of it that would resonate and I would listen because I've always been somebody that like, if it hurts a little too much, I'll probably dig into it. Uh, but I don't think any action would be done until, you know, a couple of years down the road. Yeah. So, but yeah.
0: That's, that's a good question.
2: And um, I don't know if we talked about this before, but what was your favorite, what was your worst birthday?
1: My worst birthday, I was seven years oh, old. you really remember this. I was seven. It's the worst. I was seven years old, and I have a lot of girl cousins, and my parents bought, or rented oh, a- Oh, yeah, this is a, fucked up. We rented a boxing, boxing ring jumper, mm-hmm. and they came with big boxing gloves, and we ran in there. Me and all my cousins were just punching each other. Caleb, Dalton, Tino, Dominic, me, we're all in there just- being the shit out of each just other having the time of our lives right and and there's always this thing and I as I'm older now I understand but in the moment I was still very frustrated by it where we're guys like we, we played rough you know what I mean although I think Lexi and Aubrey played the roughest out of all of us like we played rough you know so the girls would kind of get like thrown around in the jumpers so we used not our to our You can't handle it. the to to ring, dude. We used to have this thing called girl time in the jumpers where all the boys had to leave. And when I say like they would like maybe hop a little bit and like lay down and talk, I'm like, this is not what a so jumper is made for. A waste of thirty <laughs> minutes of our time. We
0: had to sit outside, eat our food, and watch them.
1: And and mind you, it's like you're seven. So you want to do, you know, activity jump and uh you can't. So even though it's only a fucking 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, man, did it feel like a century. So anyways, so uh, we're out there and, you know, we're, we're playing, we're having fun. I go inside and then all of a sudden I made my mom promise me that there would be no girl time on the jumper. That was I remember we had this conversation and sure enough, my mom comes around the corner. Matthew, it's girl time in the jumper. and I'm like, no, you told me no. And my mom was like, Matthew. And remember, I've, I've told everybody here, for whatever reason, I think I might have just been a spoiled brat, but I, I don't think so. I'm not, not too sure, to be honest. I would always get in trouble on my birthday because I would be promised certain things that wouldn't come through. And I would just be like, yo, what you told me this. And I think the way that my parents handled it was, go to your room. <laughs> I don't want to hear your logic. So anyways – so my mom, it was girl time. And I remember they had like the little rings. They were inflatable. Aubrey and uh, Taylor were like laying on it. And I was just standing in the kitchen all upset because I couldn't go like punch my brother. Like I was able to fight and not get in trouble. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it was it was a good time. That was probably my worst one because I got in trouble that day. Um, And then my favorite birthday. What Monique did last year was super cool. Uh, it was super meaningful to me. So she did this like, you know, I turned 27. So it was like this little like punch board thing and i got to pull out a number and it's these like really really thoughtful i'm gonna get an emotional thing about it uh these really thoughtful like notes that were written to me and stuff like that and so like that was probably probably one of my favorite gifts that uh, i've ever gotten because yeah, she, she did really good a job super, with, super with meaningful.
0: the decorating and everything she had it all ready to go it was awesome
1: yeah and they decorated that and i get up early like i'm at the gym especially at that time i was working out at five so I would leave at four thirty. So was it set up
2: when you left, or was it set up while you were gone? It was
1: set up while I was gone. Okay. And Monique so, uh, and Dalton got up right after. Monique was so tired the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> that was that was uh, I think a a a, g- a great day for both of us. I think that's when me and Mo really bonded. And I think that's when our like f- real friendship started really coming into play. Um, and I think it was just fun to just wake up it was it was like 4 45 in the morning and we both walk out the room at the same time And we look at each other and we're like let's do this thing <laughs> and we just start decorating everything and we had like our own show playing and we're talking and laughing playing music it was super fun to do and it was such like an odd time that you didn't there was no time to like you know where you just like you don't think you just let things go you yeah. just let things flow that was us just like just being ourselves and just letting us just hang out and do things and then the excitement for Matthew to get back he stayed at the gym for fucking ever and I was like he should be coming back by now he should be coming back he'd be back by 7 30 he didn't come back to like eight and I was like, "Bro, we've been fucking waiting I, for you." I got caught in traffic. It's not my fault. So, so At that dumb. that
2: point, you're just taking a shower, <laughs> yeah. A meditation. You're like, yeah. whatever,
0: dude. Yeah, I, you just kind of have to move on from it. But it was, it was cool to see his reaction and kind of just uh, make his birthday more special than I think it has been in the past.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And
2: now I know you both crave attention in your own ways, but Dalton usually gets more attention. So, I'm just loud. Was he a brat? Did he have to get presents on your birthday too? No. Never. No. So, I think, your birthdays were sacred.
1: Yeah. I I don't think we I we never got presents on each other's birthdays, but we knew like if one of us got something, like if Dalton got a toy, I also got a toy. Yeah. You know, or yeah. if it was like a, a a gaming console. Like we've always had gaming consoles. Um whenever we would get a new gaming console, it would be like Okay, cool. Like I got that too. Like, what games did we get? You know, it was never like yeah, it was a, a team thing. Mine or yours was always like, okay, what did we get? The only gifts I think that we got that were kind of like exclusively ours would be like our guitars. Like I think I skateboards. Yeah, and skateboards. Yeah. I think we would. I would do a trick on Dalton's skateboard, but that was it. Or the bass, I would play one or two licks and kind of leave it at that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I never, I never let Matthew play the bass for too long, because Matthew was always naturally good at you know just so playing just guitars. Piss you off. It would piss me off because I would be I would work so hard just to learn one song, and then Matthew would come in and just jam out funk, and I'm like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, no, you're not allowed to touch it." So he was never allowed to touch my basses through most of the time. Remember, I had those cool ass hands that would grab the mm-hmm. bass those coming out cool. of the wall.
1: Yeah, so it would as a guitar holder. Then you would my dad drill them into the wall, and they were like these like black hands, and they would just hold it, and it was like the perfect like. Grip for a, a guitar neck, so then you just put them in there. Dalton yeah. had his guitars hanging from the. Yeah, it's fucking dope. They're pretty sick. The
0: hands were like this. It's cool. Yeah, that was a good time.
2: All right, Dalton, what uh, what got you stoked this? No, 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 what are you squaring up with this week? What am I squaring up with?
0: Um, you know what? I'm squaring up with a student. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, there's some times where you just. You find kids in this world that just really test you. And I think I'm being tested really hard right now. And I'm learning a lot. But it's been probably the the longest three days of work I've had in a very long time. I'm exhausted.
2: Oh, because you went back to school this week.
0: Yeah, I, I was after spring break. I was like, I know. I know it's going to be hard. I was already expecting that. I mean, we haven't really gotten any breaks as is. But this was, these past three days have been really testing out. I've been traveling. Doing crazy, doing things that I didn't think I'd be doing at any point in time with my job, so it's 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 definitely making my days interesting. But also like when you're tired and you gotta go do all these things, and you know stop all these little crisis things from happening, it's like. So I I won't go too deep into it, but yeah, it's been a it's been a busy three days. Yeah, how about you, Matt? What are you squaring up with?
1: I am squaring up with my bed, for whatever reason. I don't know what happened, but it has been like anytime I move, it squeaks so loud. And I was supposed to really I don't know like I don't know if it's the Is it a frame. new mattress too? It's not the mattress. I think it's the frame. And this didn't happen be, like before you got the bed like as no. like
0: when you first got the bed to now?
1: No. It was I mean like it would always like squeak a little bit, but this one is like like it sounds like I'm I have like springs in my bed and we don't have a springs in our bed.
0: Maybe something needs to be
1: drilled I, in. More. I think I need to like I don't know. I have got. You looked into it at all? No. Okay. I, I've, it, it's been like the last two days, but I haven't been home to like take it apart yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. look. You probably so. won't be for the next few either. I know it's gonna be annoying. Anyways, that's what I'm screwing up with. What about you, Cheese? I'm screwing up with my right ear.
2: I have allergies, <sighs> so it's completely plugged. It's like fluid caught in my middle ear, so no matter what, it I'd, won't
0: drain. You know, David has tried to explain it to me. Uh, can you explain to them how you think? The middle ear works. Yeah, so an and ear, also, how do you know all this?
2: Because I looked it up because I hate it. And I get it. I've gotten it before. I get it a lot because it's allergies. Yeah. But I always thought it was just massive buildup of earwax. Yes. And so it was like, oh, the earwax is plugging it in. So then I'm here I am sticking my finger and sticking like Q-tips, sticking like the special type of Q-tip that like okay. has the scooper and yeah. the, the thing. And none of it's like getting it. It just makes it more plugged. And so I looked it up this time. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, it's it's in your middle ear. So you have your outer ear, your eardrum, your middle ear, and then your inner ear. And the middle ear is like a specific type of tube. Is it
0: past the eardrum? Yeah. Okay. It goes into your sinuses, correct?
2: Correct. Yeah. And so they're like, fluid will get caught in there or the tubes there will like uh, constrict or they just, they won't open up when they're supposed to. Have you cracked your ear? What
1: do you mean? So if you grab oh, your, yeah, you your earlobe... And you pull it down, right? You, so you got to kind of like get a little tension, and then you pull kind of down and out. But you got to like, and I don't then think my and ears then
0: do that. Push on the, right behind your earlobe. Push down and forward like this. Down and forward, hard, hard, hard. Okay, well, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I think I'll so, just leave it for the pop, doctors. Pop and then long. Shot.
2: No, I think it, I'll it, show you after. It's like very much an allergy thing, but okay, uh, I can't hear anything on my right ear, and it <laughs> yeah, really you're sucks. still wrong. That's and uh, <laughs> I know it's gonna go away in like a week, but for this week, it's just super annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm squaring up with, uh, Matt. What made you go whoa, dude, this week?
1: These fucking well, two things. Uh, the first one was I made I made this like barbecue pulled chicken for dinner tonight for all of us. And then I had the bright idea to make a grilled cheese, but put the barbecue pulled chicken in the grilled cheese. And fuck, that wow. shit was fantastic. It
2: was, fan- it was great. But yeah, David my, was in love.
1: My original whoa, dude, was the frosting on Rachel's cupcakes that she made Fucking for my birthday. Fucking amazing. Shouty-touty. And normally she gets wispy twists. Yeah, But yeah. shouty-touty Shouty-touty Rachel. Rachel. Uh, for those of you that don't Rachel is uh, David's girlfriend. She's the girl that goes, all right. All right. Uh, She made this frosting and it's Fucking delicious. Like mm-hmm. I w I kinda of just want to eat a bowl of
0: it. It was literally the best frosting i ever had in my life. I might bathe in it. I don't I don't even know how you do it like that. It's like airy yet fluffy, yet like a great consistency. And then and she I,
1: I just saw she posted on, on Instagram. She's like, How do you make the frosting not runny? I <laughs> I messaged her and I was like, It's perfect. Don't change a thing. Rachel, if you're listening to this, I don't want to have another second cheesecake episode with your frosting. If it's not broke, There's don't fix mess. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's going to hate that. <laughs> but, uh, but make yeah, sure she listens to this one. Super
1: delicious Rachel, thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Uh dot, what's your woe dude of the week?
0: Um I think my woe dude is probably just more of a reaction for me. Um I had a pretty long session last Wednesday at, during during spring break for my tattoo. Um I got a Which we can see. I got yeah, I got a big octopus on my arm. He no
1: longer has an elbow. Uh
0: yeah, my whole elbow's gone, uh the crease between like, uh, my arm crease is completely filled and stuff. Um, I got every, like, sensitive area done at one time. And I've never regretted anything more. Um, not that, it's not like the tattoo is bad. I love my tattoo. But the process of just two hours on just detailing around my elbow, around my arm, and just in every sensitive place you could think of. Like, I was hurting. I was hurt hurting but i was like you know what I'm, i have to stick it through have to stick it through and every time he would just draw a line or shading i would just just trying to breathe the whole time and so it's it's not fully finished we still have some more work to do on it but we got about six and a half hours of it done and it was it was a it's always a good experience over there but it was just a long it was a rough one i was like that that was pain that was real fucking pain every yeah. step of the way and it was my whole tricep, the whole back of my arm. Like I didn't, I was, I was totally naive. I was like, it's not gonna be that bad. It, like tattoos aren't that bad. No, that shit hurt like a bitch. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not playing around. Next time, I'll be using some fucking numbing cream if I'm doing my arm again. That was terrible, dude. Um, David, what's your woe, dude?
2: Uh, my woe, dude, is that I finished um Be Water, my friend. Oh, and so when I was reading it, it made its argument for journaling. And for, for whatever reason, like that version of why you should journal connected with me a lot more just in the sense of like putting it down on paper and getting to reshape your, pers- not your perspective on it, but your emotions towards it. Because mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, you know, I found all my old books from high school and she was like, when I was writing there, it was just all... Um, It was, like, all my issues and all my problems. But it's, like, she was, like, I was able to go back and see what meant the most to me because that's what I was writing down. Mm. So that mixed with, like, how Bruce journaled and, like, the way he focused on how to take what was going on and, like, extract the good things that would come from it and the values and what he should continue or what he should be focusing on to make things better. Yeah. I was, like, that, I really like that. So I started, I tried to. I've got, like, three days, but I started last week because things just happened and i haven't had the that's perfectly uh, fine uh priority for it yet yeah. yeah uh but yeah so that felt it's been great how good it feels so yeah. to be good. able to put that good down.
0: for you man that's yeah. awesome yeah
2: man uh no dalton what got you stoked this
0: week got me stoked um star wars coming out man i'm fucking i've had a long week i'm ready for this shit i'm gonna fucking play my ass off I don't care what Matthew says he's
1: playing with me. Uh, it's my birthday. Actually, I actually wanted to be out all day Friday all Friday day, all night. Day. Yeah, yeah, specifically Friday. Yeah, night. right. <laughs> okay.
0: That's fine. I'll still fucking do my shit, dude. You can you can do whatever you want.
2: Well, Matt's the one buying this one, isn't he?
0: I was
1: supposed to be. I wasn't going to say anything, but thanks, David. You're right. Well, cuz I was going to
2: ask if that's your birthday present, but
1: no, I think Elden Ring was my, my birthday present. I'll buy this one.
0: Elden Ring birthday. was kind of Matthew's birthday present, but I also just didn't want to wait till April 7th. But also, Which is fine
2: because you're not playing it. Anymore. I, mean, I was just going to say.
1: I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break. I was going to say. I think that like it was for both of us, but it's become my birthday present because I am addicted. I,
0: lo- I love how much he loves the game, it's man. It's so it, fun. I'm so glad you like it's it. So but so still, fun. I don't know how he's gone as far as he does because <laughs> I watch him fight, and I'm like, dude, he doesn't even lock on to things. He just fucking flails his swords and hopes that it hits something. One of
1: my favorite stories, I know I've told it on this thing, is there's a video game called uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Dalton got it. He was playing it, whatever. And so uh, I was trying to distract myself from, from doing homework. <laughs> and so I started playing, and there's these like um, temples you have to go to. We'll call it that. The Divine Beast, right? So I went to one, and I figured it out, and I beat it. And it took me a long time, but I, I figured it out. Yeah. And Dalton comes in and I'm like like waiting for him to notice, right? So he sees it and he's like, what the fuck is that? Because you get this little emblem on your loading screen when you beat a divine beast. I'm like, oh, yeah, I beat a divine beast today. He's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yes, I did. He's like, Matt, no, you didn't. I'm like, Dalton, yes, I did. He goes, no, you're not even wearing fucking pants. How can you beat a divine beast if your character doesn't even have armor on? And I'm looking, and my and Link is just in his underwear. I'm like, I'm like, how do you like? I guess me, I didn't notice. You have to like
0: when you're when you're playing that character in my in my mindset when I play games like that. Like I want to be, I want to put myself into the character, so I dress him the way I want to, and the outfit has to be on point, cool armor, cool swords, and then the game. You know, like I want to look dope as fuck as I play. You know, and Matthew's just like, let's just run through this bitch as fast as I can. <laughs> and this is before Matthew learned how to enjoy video games. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. And see, I'm in your camp playing Ghost of Tsushima. Like when I'm just running around, Bro. I'm in traveler's attire. But when I go to start missions, exactly. depending on the mission, Change out the I'll fit. put on the samurai armor mm-hmm. or I'll put on the Ronin attire. Do you, yes. do you
1: let the, the cutscenes uh do you wear a mask or no mask? I don't, I take them off for the yeah me scenes. too I can't handle that yeah I, I did my mask with the cutscene. like the masks were like always a cool addition but I would just like it, looked it was dumb. there when I'd fight really and
2: I, when I go in like if I'm in Mongol territory yeah or like when you have to go I finish Act One so when you go back to uh, liberate the farmsteads uh-huh. I would put it on then nah, otherwise okay. I would otherwise I wouldn't.
0: Mm. God, that game was so fucking it's good, so good dude. dude. I'm gonna replay it. I, it. I think that's gonna be a game I'm gonna replay. And I just I, picking I the like because I've been thinking about it. I got the director's cut. I and know, Just like, like to that's that's play
2: I like I like role playing with it at least yeah. to the story because like you said, you think it's stealth or you. I was like, can you play it like a samurai or stealth? And they're like, they make you play stealth pretty much. But it's like you can go back and forth. Yeah,
0: yeah for the most part.
2: And there was only one time in the, in the beginning where like once you started stealth killing, there was like that cut where it was your, your uncle being like, remember what I told yeah, you. Yeah, we go don't on. do that. And then nothing ever happened again. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to keep stealthing. No consequences. I kept stealthing. And then at, near the end of the first act, like you have that conversation with Khan and, and the guy, and he's like, I hear he's stabbing people in the back. And I was like, oh, so it is still. So then I was like, all right, let me pick when I'll be for, stealthy versus when I'll just come in and stand off and so, call people out. So for the record,
1: that cutscene is going to happen either way because I got really oh, yeah. into the samurai spirit. And I didn't do that at all. Yeah, I really? never, I never, I never did, I never did that. I, never I loved... Did.
2: You never assassinated anyone. Nope. How how'd you get through like when they had hostages and stuff? You uh, run. I would. No, you know, I would sprint I, to the hostage. I would.
1: I, I sprint to the hostage, and then I would just stay there protecting them until you know see that's what i do now
2: i stealth my way without killing anyone i stealth my way to the hostage and then, and then i just walk out and then let them yeah. come at me because they're pretty slow yeah there were like, a few times where best.
0: like when they were in the buildings and stuff i would do stealth because it felt fun to do stealth in the buildings plus slicing or stabbing through the sh- the, the yeah. doors that's my favorite thing to do so i started doing that a lot that game is amazing
1: yeah, that but
0: yeah that, um but mo's been playing uh um horizon oh, forbidden yeah, I mean, west the, the new horizon dude honestly it's so fucking it's, beautiful to me it's it's almost the same if not a more beautiful than uh the witcher
2: i would thought you were going to say ghost ghost is a beautiful ghost. Oh, beautiful. ghost ghost is a different type yeah, of style that, that's, though yeah oh, okay
0: like i don't know to me ghost is like in in its own place mm-hmm. but for for like gameplay wise rpg wise and having so much going on at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. flow of it, the More lighting. More than like Assassin's Creed. and Yeah, so. it feels like it's like just really, really lived in. Yeah. And it's that's so hard to get in a video game. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful. I could watch Mo play it all fucking day. Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. Hey, Matt, what got you stoked this week? Ah, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, Let me talking about that. No, got no, stoked? No, no. No, you You're were the first talking one. Ah, I did Wars. it again. <laughs> it's all good. Um... <laughs> So yesterday, shouty uh Monique's brother Andrew, aka Diego, Diego, uh, he came over and we got to have dinner with him and we hung out and we watched a skate video. That was the last skate video that I watched. It was a it was newly released, like the last year I was really into skateboarding. Uh, it's fully flared. It's a Lakai video and Eric Costin's in it. And. I've watched that video with Diego at least three times, but every single time, I just get so taken back. The intro. So good. It's so good. And just the, the whole movie. It was just, it was a fun night. Like just Diego came over and we just hung out, had a good time, made, just cracked jokes, ate food, laughed. Um, and we got to watch it. So it was a cool to, it was cool to just like watch that and think about seventh grade Matt that was really into skateboarding watching this and like my astonishment at all of it. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I, that was a cool little trip down memory lane yesterday. Yeah. Good fun. family time. Yeah, very
0: good. Good family time.
1: Uh what about you cheese? What got you stuck this week? Uh
2: my what got me stoked was that early, two weeks early. Okay, so I, I was, was able right. to what?
0: I was like, that is I thought you were getting on the eighteenth.
2: Sixteenth. Sixteenth. I'm supposed to get on two Saturdays from now. Yeah. And instead my the tattoo artist called me in and was like, Hey, you got time, I got a cancellation tomorrow. And he kept saying too. He was like, I can't be here all night. I can't be here all night. We gotta get this they're gonna be, you know, four hours solid. I was there for nine hours, uh, <laughs> but I got my tattoo, and I think it looks really great. It does. Uh, it, it looks brushed, amazing. Brushwork style with it's supposed to have watercolor splashes. Super on the back. unique. It's super um, unique. Yes, and it's so it's my first, I guess, real tattoo. I would. The line work. Is, you say that, is David? <laughs> Why
1: do you say that? Because the other one's just a line work. Was it? Was it different than, than the line work?
2: Yeah. yeah, line work was twenty minutes. Oh, okay. You know, this was a full session. You know, I got to see, I got to see it like fully taking shape. The design process too, mostly. Yeah. Like I got, I you know, I had reference, I, I but I didn't what really. What is it? Huh? What's your tattoo for those that can't? Oh, see? it's from a video game called Kingdom Hearts, Woo! and uh, it's this moment when it's 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 symbolic of like the power of friendship and sacrifice and how far you go for those you care the most about Mm -hmm. and he the main character realizes that to basically save the world like all of the most pure people have taken refuge in his heart and he has to unlock his own heart to let them out in doing so, he like sacrifices himself, mm-hmm. and he does it anyway. It's this really beautiful moment in mm-hmm. the in the game. It's Super got good. soundtrack to it. It's it's a, I cry every time I watch <laughs> that cutscene. That <laughs> it's amazing.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and so I was like, I really liked what that stood for, and I really liked the moment because it was so just like ethereal. So I got that uh, tattooed in like a brushwork Japanese brushwork style. And so, um, yeah, getting that done. And just being able to be like, it's there. I see it now. And that was the first one of like a group of tattoos that I was like, I've been talking about forever. And I was like, let's be all talk. No, or all walk. No talk. There you go. So cool, man. Super pumped. That's you. it.
1: Yeah. That was amazing. All right, you have made it this far into the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. Go and leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you're here watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. Go ahead and click the subscribe button down below. Bell notification icon in the corner so you know when we upload these every other week. And until next time, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Until then, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye.
3: Bye.